bright and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 7, Episode 14. I'm Jack. And I'm Stato. And welcome back, Stato. Thank you, mate. You were here last week for the episode of Martin Lipton. I chipped in occasionally. Which was... It wasn't really my time to talk, though, was no, it? No, but that excellent show last week. It was great to speak to Very enjoyable. Nice to meet him. If anybody's not listened to that, do go on, uh, go on the website or go on the Twitter or Facebook or SoundCloud and, uh, and catch up with that because it was a really interesting episode. Opening question, what are your best and worst North London derby memories? Maybe this, this weekend's up there. Yeah, Saturday isn't far yeah. from being the worst. Um, I think the 93 semi-final loss at Wembley, um, I sat in my seat and cried at the final whistle. Really? Uh, I was 19. I'm not, not a kid yeah. or anything, you know. I was a grown man, um, almost. Uh, <laughs> but that just was so disappointing. In, in 91 when we beat them, which is definitely my best. That's the uh, Gaza free kick. The Gaza free kick. It was so unexpected. We were absolutely on the floor. Um, as in terms of the club, we could have been going to the wall. Really good. Yeah. If Midland Bank didn't actually worry about the fact that they could lose custom from football supporters for putting the club out of business, I, I strongly suspect they, they would have mm. actually foreclosed us and, and we'd have been done and dusted. Um, we were in such a mess at the time. Um, and the other lot, I think they'd only lost two games all season, once in the league at Chelsea, once at home in the League Cup. So it was so unexpected and it was just so glorious and they were a real top team yeah as well. they were champions yeah. or they won the title that season and you know they were they were better than us and Gazza had got us to the semi-final on his own pretty much yeah. on his own there were two or three games where, you know he just absolutely carried us Portsmouth away Notts County you know against weaker teams from lower divisions yeah. we just didn't play well um, and he was everything about us then and he was injured and he, you know he had this um, hernia operation that you know was supposed to keep people out for six weeks and here he was, like, 24 days later, yeah. coming out to play, and it was just incredible. He'd had a 20-minute run out at Norwich in the week before, and you're like, yeah, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to happen. Yeah. Not Wembley. Yeah. And Venables did an absolutely amazing tactical job on them. Yeah. He sat house on their, one of their Lee Dixon, I think, and stopped them getting forward. Um, and we just bang, bang, we were tuning up in 20 minutes. It was just incredible. I mean, that free kick alone was, yeah, was one of the most glorious that, moments. Where, where does that free kick rank? And where does Gazza rank as a player? Because I know Glenn Hoddle was your favourite, but where, where does Gazza rank in the best players you've He was seen? a gem who shone out because we had been quite poor for a number of years yeah. and there was so little around him. Um, Lineker was, was a great signing. In fact, we just saw Waddle and Waddle was amazing for the year before he went. So the fact that they didn't get to play together was a shame. Yeah. In truth, we'd, we'd been quite ordinary and... Oh, it was just something to be amazed by him, especially after the World Cup. Everyone, yeah, wanted, yeah. Tottenham White Lane was a full house every week because yeah. people wanted to see this this guy. Well, he was meant out. to go to Man United. I've just finished reading one of Ferguson's books, and he talks about Gascoigne. Yeah, and basically says that it was obviously when the season had finished and that it was the summer, and Ferguson spoke to Gascoigne on the phone, and they were basically like, "Yep, yeah, fine, it's done." But Spurs did something along the lines of sorted Gazza's Mum and dad out yeah, with, with a house, a house, car. and yeah. gave, basically gave Gaz whatever, whatever he wanted, and he signed for Spurs. The thing, I mean, as a Tottenham fan, you just want to see the greatest players. As an England fan, and, and as a Gazza fan, as a human, I think probably going to Fergie would have been better. I think Venables indulged him, yeah, um, and I, I think Ferguson, from the way he dealt with other players, the way he dealt, Giggs was a bit of a party lifestyle yeah. when he was youngster. 
Um, as was Lee Sharp. Lee Sharp didn't listen. Mm. Giggs did, and I think Ferguson would have controlled him mm. better. And England might have got more out of him, but that would have been selfish. Yeah, as a it's, fan, a, it's, an, it's an interesting one. It's a surprising one as well, really, because not many people did turn Ferguson down back no, in the day. It's true. How about yourself? Um, oh, best North London. I think the the Danny Rose game. Yeah. Just because that volley, and again, that was another game where they were so much better than we yeah. were. Um, and for that goal to go in on his debut. Was just and that was the first time we'd beaten them in the league for a long time yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, I think that might have even been one of the first games that I'd actually seen us beat them live, really? which is just yeah, yeah. desperate. Um, but that night, that was a, a classic White Hart Lane night under the lights. The atmosphere was amazing. I was there with my dad. You see that absolute screamer from Rose. Um, typical Spurs. It was very nervy. Even yeah, it probably shouldn't have been. I mean, he got taken off at half time. He was he, he was, was knackered, pretty dreadful yeah, apart from that. But I, I guess the you know inexperience of youth. Yeah. And the exuberance of it all. And Gareth Bale much. scored it right at the start of the second yeah. half, and you're thinking we could bury him in. But they, I think Bentner scored with about eight minutes yeah, to go. Right. Um, and then it felt like we were just hanging on for dear life. Yeah. That was brilliant. And the last derby at White Hot Lane, the 2 0, mm. was the only derby I've ever gone to and just been like, nothing's going to happen other than Tottenham win. That was like kicking a, an, an ill dog, though, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I genuinely thought. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have many comparisons. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they were a busted flush by then. Yeah. And, and you just knew we were going to win. Even yeah. that game, it was nil-nil at half-time, and we didn't score until about an hour. Um, you just knew. You knew it was coming, and as soon as the first yeah. one went in, that, that would be it. So that was a brilliant, a brilliant day. There's been quite a few, <laughs> quite a few bad ones. Um, <sighs> a painful one for me was the, just the, the free one loss. You know when Adebayor scored, what they claim is an amazing goal, yeah. he miscontrols it and then yeah. follows it in. That was quite a tough one to take. That was a, a bad Dawson day for me. Yeah. I love Dawson. He's one of my most one of my favourite players ever. Met him. He's such a nice bloke. Yeah. Um, but it was just one of those games where you just like he wasn't quite yeah. at the level we need. Yeah. If we want to be at that level. Yeah, that one was was a painful one. Of it. Fiberglass got a goal as well, didn't he? One. Yeah, after about eighty minutes as well, which was annoying. Um, the other tough one was remember we had a couple of five two losses there. Yeah. Um, the the one where we were. How we went 2 0 up in one of them games, I, I don't know. Is that when Adebayo got, got, yeah, sent, he off. got sent off, didn't he? And it just, <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough one, just because you didn't up in a derby, it's yeah. like, it shouldn't, shouldn't happen. But yeah, any particularly stinky ones for you? Not stinky, I just I would, would really want to mention the atmosphere, the best atmosphere mm. I ever, ever experienced in the North London derby was the game where they had uh, Lundberg and Keown sent off. Um, and, and we won 2 1. Oh, I think even Sherwood scored. I'm going to have to sing, kick, sing his praise. Yeah. 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 Um, I might have been Everson. I'm, I'm, I'm misremembering that bit because I'm remembering yeah. more the, the the atmosphere because they had. And, and Lundberg was actually wrongly sent off because Ellery thought Lundberg had headbutted Janola. Mm. But somebody, a Tottenham fan from the crowd, threw a coin at Lundberg and hit Janola <laughs> and cut him. So Ellery assumed, because there would be, had been a confrontation yeah. and Janola did go down. Um, That's but fantastic. it's because he'd been coined by a top. Well, it was only the Tottenham side. Yeah. It was along the, you know, below the shelf on yeah. the stand lower. Um, so and that atmosphere was absolutely electric. Yeah, it was just yeah. something about it, wasn't there? Even the, the London derbies against Chelsea and West Ham. Yeah, it was just something about it. it was and I don't amazing. think it's, it'll ever quite be like that at Wembley. And that's not Wembley's fault because it's not built for that. It's yeah. not meant to be a club ground. Um, and, but hopefully we'll get that back when we get uh, our own, you know, ground if it's full of. 
real supporters yeah, and not hopefully it will be. corporate jobs and you know tourists. And yeah. Were you at the five one? You know the cup semi final. Yes. Oh, yeah. that, that's one game I really regret not going to. Oh, okay. Because we're all watching it together as a family, and we only have two seasons together, yeah. so we sort of made a decision. Look, we'll all watch it together at home rather than okay. a few of us go and a few yeah, of us yeah. not. We had an amazing. <laughs> foolish. Yeah, we had an, we had a, an amazing yeah, yeah. night. Don't get me wrong, but like that was one where I was like. We came out after half time, and I think we were two then, and we were like, if we can just get, like, don't concede in the next ten minutes was my thought. It's a classic. And it, in actual fact, it, we, we scored another one almost straight away. Keen, I'm sure we said it. Bobbled it yeah, across yeah. Um, Flappy Hansky. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even but, yeah. in that game, which is so funny, we're four 0 up, and they scored for four one, and you think, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> even the commentator. I remember the commentator saying, "All oh, this game might not yeah. be over." So it's five two on aggregate. There's about ten minutes to go. <laughs> it should be over, but it never felt like it was. Wasn't Some good memories, but obviously Saturday not not our greatest uh, ninety minutes. Was it? What did you What did you make? Because we were all quite optimistic. Going I, into I genuinely it. felt, and I, I told the, the there's a lot of gooners at work. Yeah. Um, I do expect to win for the first time ever. Yeah, I, I expected to win, and unfortunately, I mean the biggest boost for me was that Lloris was in goal because I was worried that if Gazaniga had to play, yeah, um, as it was Vaughan was on the bench. Um, essentially, all the players that we'd been worried about weren't quite fit enough. Yeah, um, I think that was the, the biggest yeah. thing that came from it. Um, I love Harry Kane. We can't play without him, so I understand yeah. why Poch played him because yeah. he was so desperate to, but. Even when Laurenti came on, we just do not know how to use him. But there was there was one instance with him where I was sitting there watching, and I thought, finally, the Tongan got the ball, and he just clipped it. He didn't. Yeah. Sm- he just clipped it. Lorenzo flicks it on, and Sun well, should have hit the target. Yes, yeah. that was the, the first time yeah. really that we actually. They're the type of balls in. It's no good the keeper smashing it seventy no. yards forward because you're not going to create anything. It's those little clipped balls in. That's right. I got the gist early on that Kane wasn't as fit as we'd hoped. Yeah. Um, we, we hit a long, not a long ball, a, a long pass, and two of the centre-halves went for it together and flipped it on for yeah. Kane. And he's not fast, but he's a strong runner. Yeah. And he never got away from anyone yeah. then. And you're like, oh, jeez. And he didn't quite get a shot yeah. off as, as he would have wanted, straight into check. Um, I, I wouldn't say Ali wasn't fit enough, but he didn't pass enough. He, he tried to be the match winner on his yeah. own. Um, I what, thought what they you, did what, what a brilliant job of, on Ericsson. I was say, what do you make of Deli Ali? Because he's, for me, getting quite a lot of unwanted criticism this season. I mean, he's still a young player, but he's still a fantastic player. But a lot of people have been on his back. Where do you, where do you stand on I, it? I don't think minute? the team is playing as well as we did last year. We, we might be in a better position after an equal number of games or so. Uh, I think we played better last season mm. in games, and Ali was allowed to shine more. Mm. Um, Ericsson stepped up a lot more, I think, this season than last, certainly in the early part of the season. Um, so I just think it's been of a kind of a knock-on effect to Deli Ali mm. through no fault of his own. But it can be a bit petulant at times, just still, and even with trying to keep a ball when when there's a pass option. Yeah. You look at Man City. Man City appear to have taken the goalkeeper out of the equation. Look at their first goal. If you saw it yeah. in the weekend, um, normally the, the the player would try and stick that in, and David Silva squares it for an open goal. Yeah. For his. It's like a goal he scored in FIFA. Yeah. You know it's. They're looking good, City. Yeah, they're looking really good. The De Bruyne goal was. I mean, that was just let's hit the post, and then City get to the other end, and within twenty minutes, uh, twenty seconds, they've absolutely lashed it. We're not we're not hitting teams on the break like we do with such pace. Um, I'd be a bit critical of Poch not realizing how ineffective we'd been and not bringing Son on sooner. I think he would have made a difference Mm. because he's that quick. And yeah, we you know we had second half, we only had a couple of real openings, and he seemed to be involved in. In all of those, but 
We missed Dyer from central midfield. We had no presence in the central yeah, midfield. I that. They pressed so successfully as match of the day have shown. Um, we didn't, and and they showed this massive gap from Arsenal bringing it out of the back foot to our back line, mm. and that was because I don't, Dembele frustrates me. I'm not blaming him for the loss at all. I'm not blaming Sissoko for the loss, but neither of them performed beyond their level in any way at the weekend. And, and both just looked a bit ordinary. I think uh, we really lack Dyer's passing in yeah. centre midfield because Dembele is fantastic. You can play the ball into him when he's got a man on him. It's not a problem. He takes it, he turns. But what he, what he doesn't have is receiving the ball off the back four and just playing that quick ball into the front yeah. three. And Dyer is excellent. That Wanyama's excellent here as well. But Ali benefits from that. So yeah. that not being there... You know, showcases that Ali doesn't get those opportunities yeah. as often. I actually thought Sissoko played okay. Uh, I yeah. think uh, some people were critical of him. Some people thought he was amazing. I didn't think he was amazing, but I thought he was okay. I thought he was one of probably our better performers on the day. It was one of them that was frustrating. Just going back to Deli Ali, one thing I've noticed, and I don't know if this is credit to other teams sort of not letting us do it, but I think when he first came onto the scene, the goals he was scoring where he just made that run in behind. Yeah, so Whereas like think, second striker. Yeah, so I think he, he wants the ball, he wants to touch the ball and feel yeah. the ball on more now, which is, which is fine. But I think every now and then, and I thought especially the first 10 minutes of the second half against Arsenal, we actually looked like we were going to create something because people were, mm. were willing to go in behind. Yeah. Ericsson started doing it as well and we got a few balls forward and then we were able to cut it back and that's when your midfield could run onto it. So I thought we lacked that a little bit. But in truth, it was a game of not really many opportunities Arsenal had their two and they took them. Yeah, um, completely. I mean, we forget that I mean, Ericsson hit the post at 0-0. Yes. Um, and again, that could have gone there was the Kane chance you talked about. So it's, it's small margins. It was always going to be tough. If you concede the first goal, it's always tough to come back in them bigger games. Really? Because the big teams sit back and they say, we've got players yeah. will play it's on the It's never break. been a problem in the North London derby, seemingly. Certainly there, because yeah. they, they do often concede. The commentator in, in live play was saying that as they saw, scored the second. Mm. But... Do you know, I just I don't want to harp on about them, but actually for once they picked the right team. All I keep hearing from from Woolwich fans is they're moaning that why is Wenger picked this, why is yeah. Wenger picked that. Um, in actual fact, he seemed to pick all the right players. They played well. They didn't make any individual errors, and and that makes such a difference. Yeah, it does. In, like you said, these games are, f- are fine margins. Um, Ozil had one of his best games for ages. He actually was working back, um, and for their first goal, actually he was just on the edge of the box and he took the ball off one of the defenders and he wanted it and he was kind of surrounded by players and then he picked a pass out to Sanchez who then you know won the free kick and we're going to talk about that because it's a you know it's like the elephant in the room that we haven't yeah, mentioned yet. Yeah I mean but... that, that was just when when it in, in real time I thought there might have been a foul in real time. Thank you because I thought that I, too. I, I did, and I was like oh, but when they showed the replay that's a fantastic bit of defending. You're, you're absolutely right I'm not in any way criticising um, people who, who say that well it wasn't a foul but we, all we've seen to prove that is a slow motion from behind mm. Hugo to show that now that's on the other side of the referee the referee's watching it in full full speed he was look I'm going to be honest as, as a former referee myself sometimes you give what you think you've seen mm. you, you genuinely think you've seen it you've not imagined it you've not made it up it's your yeah. there's a trick of the eye or yeah. something like that. It looked like there was a foul. It looked like he had his arm across. It wasn't a shirt pull. He was trying to say a shirt pull, but you know he's got an audience watching him. He's yeah, got to try yeah. and communicate that to people. Um, in essence, I, I thought it was a foul in real time. So you know, 
It's a difficult one, isn't it? And then obviously the free kick goes in and he's fractionally offside. Thank you. Again, I'm really... Clear. I haven't primed you or, or prompted no, you no, with no, any no. notes I, I, I wanted to I say. I mean, the letter of the law, it, it, it's not a foul and it's offside. Yeah. If we're, if we're going by right, the letter yeah. of the law. But this is where... And I, I'm trying to remain fairly neutral on it. This is where the officials need help. And this is where, if they say... If Mike Dean gives that free kick and then go, radios and goes, I'm not 100% because someone have a look at that. Yeah. And then goes upstairs, no, Mike, that's not a foul. Or if he doesn't refer that, fine. If the free kick gets referred, it goes upstairs, he's yeah. marginally off. And then there's no, there's no argument about it. I can't be... I don't want to be too critical on the referees because it's that... Especially the offside. I, you are right. You are right because there's such money involved in these and such emotion involved yeah. in these things. Um, I've got friends who watch a lot of Bundesliga football and they, ha- they are trialling VAR yeah. at the moment, the video assistant referee. And there are still howlers. There are things that really? the fans think are obvious and the officials aren't picking up. But I suspect that's a misapprehension of the fans yeah. not quite knowing the laws. Right. In a way, um, it, they say it's killing the game. It, it's taking the intensity really? out of the game if they have to stop. Now, mm. if they stop and look at it for 40 seconds and they can't quite be sure, you'd rather them stop and look for two minutes yeah. to get the exact right decision. Yeah. But if they do that so often, so that would have been two minutes to determine whether that's a free kick. It could have been, okay, it should have been a lot quicker for a line decision to determine whether that was mm. offside or not. Key thing for me, not one Tottenham player appealed for offside. Mm. Now, it's not cricket, you don't have to appeal, I understand that, but none of the players thought it was. We actually didn't defend that situation well. Davinson Sanchez defended the situation perfectly, but was had a foul given against him. Yeah. But it was bad defending. Vertonga yeah. was goal side, but didn't get to the ball. Um, did it go over Dyer? I mean, it, one of the two. It, it went over one, and the other one didn't get get there. And it's a great header. It was. Um, a, it was great, and you knew as soon as he made contact with you could, on the telly, you were yeah. like, it's in. Hugo would never have got there. I'm not no. saying for a minute he'd have got there. But I do think he kind of was protecting himself a bit with this. Because mm. I thought it was a thigh injury. To me, it looked like a thigh impact when he got I'm injured at sure. Real Madrid. Sure. And then the press, they said it was a groin injury. But So I suspect his spring was affected if he yeah. can't get off. Yeah, I mean, it was right. And for the second there. one, they said, it, Martin Tyler said, is that wrong? Is that Luis's mm. mistake? And I genuinely think he had all of his weight on the other yeah, foot. Yeah. And he couldn't get across. Because the ball was he coming across, stand wasn't it? Yeah. And he was moving over with it. And it's then just, hard to go back That was just way. unfortunate. But other people were saying that there was... Absolutely, that was offside in a you know a white yeah. line situation. BBC match of the day showed it, and they showed it was absolutely just onside. He's level, mm. which is it's onside. T- it's a, it, it is so VAR one. again could have killed the game. I mean, obviously we benefit from that on this occasion. Bigger picture, these, they said these things even themselves out. Yeah, because City got a goal against Arsenal and we didn't. Yeah. Doesn't help us. It doesn't yeah. help us. That's yeah. not. The, the law, you're right, the law of averages to state that. I mean, and, and to be honest, we'll have had decisions so far this season that we've completely forgotten yeah. about. Yeah. Um, it's one of them. Having said that, the game wasn't won and lost on, on decisions. Exactly. It was poor defending. We and we didn't, we didn't really get going. And I, I'm, I'm not one to criticise Pochettino, but I, the thought did come into my mind that were we, I don't want to say arrogant, were we too confident going into it thinking we're better than you football wise? So. We're going to let you come. We're going to actually have a go at you. Whereas the, the top teams we've beaten so far, Liverpool, Madrid, Dortmund, we've sat back against yeah. all those teams and yeah, basically yeah. said, have the ball. We're going to play you on the break. Whereas <laughs> Arsenal really did that to us. So I don't... It's a really tough one. Yeah, no, you're quite right. I mean, if it had been a home game, it could have been played differently and it, it would have played out differently. Um, I think the international break helped us because we had players unfit yeah. and we couldn't have won that game if we didn't have Kane and Ali um, and, and Lloris. 
but we lost the impetus that we had and we had amazing impetus at the end of that um, you know, Premier League yeah. month and then we lost it completely and actually Woolwich turned theirs round because they were on the floor um, after a defeat at Man City and the prospect of playing us they were panicked and you know their fans yeah, who yeah. I work with um, were bricking it and in fact it, it gave them two weeks to consolidate and get back into it so you know it, it with one hand you give and with one hand you take. Yeah, uh, it, Jonathan Pierce said in the in the commentary that Tottenham would be incandescent at the decisions that had gone against them. Didn't show it. Mm. In no way did the players show mm. they were angry. I wanted them to have a poker yeah. up their asses at half time. I wanted them to be peeved at the officials. Well, Jesus Perez was going was giving Mark oh, Dean an earful, wasn't he going down but, the tunnel? You know, the players that. are the ones who got to react. Yeah. When it's like West Ham yesterday, you know, David Moyes has been put in. David Moyes has trained them and drilled them. The players still underperformed on the yeah. day, so they're the ones to blame. Yeah, I think as well. I mean, I mentioned this on our on our WhatsApp group that it was it's gutting to lose a derby, and yeah. we've lost to Arsenal and Chelsea in the league and West Ham in the cup, and that's been really really tough to take. But if you think about the league, we're at the point now where. The, the season's not judged just over two games or the derby matches that it's, makes the it's the 38 and it's if it means we lose home and away to Arsenal that I want to do that but we have an amazing league finish fantastic yeah. whereas before really the season was can we do well in the league cup can we beat Arsenal that yeah. was effectively You're how right. we judged it hints it. on that when we were a poorer team than we are now and our expectations are higher it's like I've been arguing you know people saying we threw it away against um, West Ham in the league cup and yes, I've always advocated to win a trophy over fourth. I would sacrifice fourth to win the FA Cup. Mm. I would even sacrifice it to win the League Cup. Mm. But to counter my own argument, are we going to keep the players who want, yeah. if they do you know, decide to go off and go off to bigger clubs because we haven't won it, is the League Cup going to keep them? I don't think, I don't think, think it I would. I think the honestly. FA Cup would. Yeah. But the league, the league, I don't think, I don't really think anybody cares about the League Cup. I do as a fan, yeah. but I don't think that sure. players of that of that fussed about it right. um, which and, and by, the, by the time you get to the semi-final then they can be bothered to be interested or the managers then put out the full strength team rather than the weaker team yeah. and I think you're 100% right yeah. there yeah I think the, the it matters un- to us the only shining light really from the, from the game was for me Davinson Sanchez who was Fantastic. excellent again and I'll be honest because I've not been on the pod you guys listening haven't been yeah. hearing my uh, diatribe <laughs> I put out on uh, the WhatsApp group um, but I was actually really quite critical of him in the first couple of games I'm, I missed a chunk at the start of the season um, I had some personal stuff going on for just family things nothing yeah. you know that's not sorted now um, everyone's better but I missed a few games when I first got to see him he looked nervy and he looked like he was trying to make the game physical when it mm. didn't need to be he kept trying to block the man or yeah. play the ball now I think that worked in the Eredivisie because you know, they're not physically developed players, they're skillful players, and he took advantage of that. And, and I thought he looked shaky in some of the games. Mm. Um, he has come on an absolute treat, and he looks like he's going to be a Rolls Royce yeah. player. He really does. Um, and I'm, I'm so impressed. Having that, we, did, we didn't need a centre half. We had the best centre half partnership and the best centre or best defensive record in the league last year. We got rid of Walker because we thought he was, you know, we had a perfect replacement in truth, yeah. you know. Trippier every week isn't quite the level Walker was as much as we tried to kid ourselves but he did he wanted to go and that's all that matters yeah and you can't have a player that doesn't want to be there effectively can you it's like if, if a player comes to you it's like, it's like a work if, if, if someone is in your team they come to you and say I don't want to be here anymore yeah. 
what, what can you really exactly. do? What they're not going to really be putting do? their effort in. They're not going to be yeah. doing the jobs to the best of their ability. Poch has seen how important Dyer is to us in central midfield. Although Poch says that Dyer's the best position will be centre-half, he went out and he spent a, what to me seems a ridiculous amount of money, but he just said, get me the player. And, and the money people went out and got the player. And we have got that stability now that when one player comes out, we've got the option of playing four four two with him and not having... We had Vimmer come into play last year in the away North London derby, who was unfortunate, scored yeah. the own goal, which from memory there was an offside query over that mm-hmm. one as well. But, <laughs> you know, we've got this quality player who's there and, and can step in. And Dyer actually stepped back because that's how Potts wanted to play on the day. We missed him too much from midfield. For I me, think so. but you couldn't have played fourth, and it was maybe a step too soon to go flat back four. Yeah, we haven't um, played a back four for quite a while. Toby's a that... Toby's a big loss. Vertonghen is playing better this season, but Toby Alderweireld is as good a centre half as there is in European football yeah, agree, right now. I agree with that, and I think as well Sanchez's position. And I wrote a piece actually and put it on the podcast website about Sanchez that he looks equally comfortable in the centre off the right, yeah. but. When he is in the dead centre as the sweeper, you just have the legs, yeah, you've got the pace. Exactly. And Toby's just obviously more comfortable on the ball. And basically, what Sanchez allows when he's a sweeper, it gives us two more bodies in midfield. Yeah. Because Vertonghen and Toby can just go Come into out. midfield. Yeah. And they're so good on the ball, they can yeah. be midfielders anyway. And then if we lose it and a team hits on the break, Sanchez is so quick yeah. that he can cover really it. Well, he caught up Alexis on Saturday, and really, rarely anyone ever does that. It was bonkers. So he, he's been a fantastic signing, and it, he, can, he can hold his head high. And I, think, I actually think. We Winks played quite well when he came on. He, he was confident. He got on the ball. We missed him from the start. Yeah, in, in essence, didn't and we? We think as well. Well, when we were, where we were watching it in my house, we think that he just didn't start because he's not. He couldn't off. Yeah, because he's been playing so His well. His ankle wasn't up to he it. He would have had him in. Yeah. But but it was one of them. We, we've lost. We take it. We move on. We've got a big week ahead. We've got Dortmund tomorrow night. Which I know. It's come around really quickly, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> What would you do? Would you would you leave a load of the first teamers at home? Would you go for it and try and beat them and win the group? I think it's a case of, of mix and, and match. Um, I, I wonder whether his intention has always been to play Rose in this game, and that's why he wasn't involved at all yeah. at the weekend. Um, Aurier comes in and plays. I, I don't think that is you know like leaving players out, no. you know, and, and and weakening our our back four. Um, I, I suspect fourth might actually start. Um, the young Argentinian centre-half um, you could afford to rest one of our yeah. um, centre-halves because if we lost another one that, that could be yeah, critical um, I personally wouldn't take Kane I would like to see him resting recuperating or doing rehabilitation yeah. work um, because we've got an important league game against a dour team in West, West Brom at the weekend um, that, you know, that we need to get back on, on the yeah. horse and win three points so um, other than that you know, Sonny starts for me um, you could always play the the, the slight variance in the system with yeah. the three five two and go Sun and Lorente, yeah. and then you've still got that option going forward. It's not just Sun. Up I, d- I want us to learn how to play yeah. with Lorente, um, and and because of the fantastic result, four points against Real Madrid in, in the home and away games, we've got ourselves in the in the fortunate position where we can even afford to lose this game and still, with what would you expect to be a home win in the final match. Yeah against Applewell, we'll still top the group. Yeah, now, given me the draw at the start of the, of the competition, I still thought we'd finish second. I did think we'd qualify. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we were third favourites in yeah, this group. Yeah. So to be, you know, guaranteed Top's through already amazing. and with, it in our, with our own hands that we could win the group, 
then this is a bit of a free pass. And do you know what? We sometimes play better after that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's not hard away. They're, they're a top side, Dortmund. They give, us, they give us a real good game. Yeah, I mean, we were such a game of fine margins. They could have scored goals and we'd have been 2-0 down. Yeah, yeah. And in truth, you know, we took our chances so clinically. Yeah. And Son as well has got a fantastic record against Dortmund. Yes. Absolutely yeah, yeah. fantastic. So you'd think that he'll be in. And then, like you say, we've got West Brom after that, which... I mean, they've won, under Pulis, they've got two wins in 21. I have a sneaking suspicion. Well, I wonder if they might get rid of him this week. I really do. Mm. Because they're, they're Chinese-owned, and the owner came to watch this game. They don't often come yeah. back for them. It could have been that it was a scheduled trip anyway, but I wonder if he's here to do some business. Yeah. Um, the reason I think that that might not happen, the only reason, is who's around? Everton have had two weeks to appoint a manager they've got no one. and haven't they've mm. tried uh, Allardyce said he didn't feel loved well I, th- I would have thought that was the most backward appointment ever Yeah. Um, and they couldn't tempt um, Silver away from, from Watford or Watford wouldn't let him go mm. more to the point and West Ham fans seem massively under you know enthused by the appointment of, of David Moyes so who is out there there isn't really anyone out there West Brom aren't going to have money to, to pay That's for the top um, West Brom's hardly an attractive job for me. Not really. Like that's a. Do you know what the fans want? And, and you know, there are Charlton fans who said they wanted something else other than Kirbishley and, and you know, the people mm. say they got what they deserved because they ditched the guy, a good man. But West Brom plays such dour football. They play four centre halves across. Excuse me, across the back. Johnny they Evans play, sometimes plays yeah, in midfield. I know, and they they just play so defensively and so negatively. Um, they don't play like a counter-attacking team like we do. With you know, they've got they've got two players who might yeah. hit you on the counter-attack. So they just want to to play nice football. And I, I know West Brom fans who genuinely would be as happy playing decent football at the top end of the Championship mm. as they would watching this utter shite, hard, as they say, it? you know, and clinging on to the middle and only just clinging on to the middle of the Premier League. It's tough. Table. But the thing is, I, I'm a, I'm a Pulis fan, not for the style of football, but just for. What he does, like baseball like, caps like, <laughs> and tracksuits, <Yeah. laughs> just for what he does, like it, it's 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 awful football. It's a, it's effective. It. It's effective football. But the problem is, you look at that side, and it's like we say, if I'm bouncing out, the team's not that. Good. They've got a, they've got some decent players going forward, so they probably. But should I score think more a better manager could do something with that same team and do it in Maybe. a more expressive way. It'd, it'd be it'd be very interesting, but I would expect us to beat him. His record, Pulis, actually against the top teams, even when he was at Stoke and at Palace, is dreadful. I thought, I thought away he, from home or in general, oh, even, okay. even at home, it, the re- record's shocking. He it's had just... some good results against Arsenal, yeah. but apart from that, okay. I thought. I thought I remembered him beating a lot of sides, yeah, yeah. especially when he was at Stoke, but actually there were some draws in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the time it was defeats. But what he's really good at is he doesn't lose to the teams around him. He doesn't always yeah. necessarily beat them, no, no. but he just doesn't lose them games, which is... Yeah. what It's Pulis, isn't it? Yeah. You love him or you hate him, there's no middle ground. I think if they got rid of him, they'd be in big trouble. Mm. I think if they they could keep him, he won't take him down, get through to the end of the season and then make the change in the summer. Yeah makes more sense to me can I understand that yeah yeah we'll see what happens but that's not it's not going to be an easy game they'll sit deep they won't play football against us they'll run the clock down from minute one yeah they'll rely on set pieces and they're a good team from set pieces as well so Definitely. you have to be careful with that and we can be susceptible there can't we yeah we can and it's a game look if you get in front early in the first 20 minutes you can go on and beat them 3-4-0 which we've yeah. done but if it gets to half time do you know what I mean it's, it's yeah, not no, no, you're quite right. I mean we get very easily frustrated our fan base especially it would appear at Wembley yeah. because you, you seemingly get more 
what I'd call walk-up fans, not the regulars, not the... You know, I know a number of season ticket holders that, for logistical reasons, aren't able to go every yeah, week. Yeah. I can't go every week now. It's not as easy to get to. It's not as easy to get home from. I can convince my wife to let me go four hours before the game, but I always got back in time to see the children yeah, before yeah. bed, and, and that's a, a bit much, you know, on her to have to deal with it and me to not see the children. So it's a balancing act, you know. The only problem is if it, when it is a free kick-off, it's the day. Yes. It yeah, is yeah. effectively the day because a couple of hours to get there, watch games, it's like, it's like you say. But I think, I think we'll beat West Brom. I think it'd be very tight. I think it'd be a 1-0, one, one of those games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you look at Swansea, Burnley, Bournemouth, they've all been tight games at yeah, yeah. games we've dominated but yeah. and it's not just hard to get that goal get yeah. goals or... um, how does your Wembley experience or your day to day Wembley experience differ to White Hollow? you know what I actually really like Wembley Do you? I think I'm in the mono- the, the journey's not fantastic yeah, yeah. like that's fine but actually when you get there I think it's so, when you actually get in the stadium, we get past the shambles of being searched about 15 times without actually really being searched. Oh, it's incredible. I held my coat one day and they, did, they patted me down. And I had my, my coat out, you know, at my side, a yard from my side, and they never patted that down. I could have got anything yeah. in that. And they do it like, so many, you get searched so many times going in, but anyway, once you get in, I think it's great. There's so much more room there. I yeah. think the, the seats I've got, so I'm behind, I'm the home end behind the goal. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic seats. Upper tier? Um, lower tier. I didn't like that. I've Did been you to not? a Portsmouth semi final, maybe tempered by the, the actual yeah, the result. awful result. I didn't I found it was too low. Oh that's interesting. Because we're not be I think goal. I'm about row twenty two, twenty three. Okay, maybe so as you go levels, down yeah. the gangway, I'm only a few rows, so I'm yeah, not yeah. right down the front. Um, but I like Wembley. I think the atmosphere there where I've sat has been has been yeah, really good. I think that is more behind the goals where they tried to put the, the people that were in the Paxton and they were in the Yeah. Um, it's quite a lot lane. of the Park Lane people because they often chant with the Park Lane and then with the shelf side that yeah, chant yeah, yeah. still still happens. So I actually like Wembley. I, I think it's when um, to be honest, going to the new ground it's gonna be difficult just to get used to that. But yeah. this experience should help us. Like True, yeah, you've got to adjust. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of it. It's just the journey is the only thing. Yeah, that's it's the, and and everyone complains about the the journey out. So you know, I was always someone who stayed to the final whistle at Whitehall Lane, um, and now we're sort of. I used to be right by an exit, and that made such a difference. Yeah. I never realised now. I'm probably twelve or thirteen rows down from where the where the you stairs are. Fight your way so out. you've got and then sort of fifteen seats into a row, and I used to be three seats into a row. So I've kind of found myself heading back up yeah. three minutes to go or as the 90 comes up, if the game you yeah, know, yeah. suited. Um, because there was one game where we got caught and there was a problem with the train. It, was no one's, it wasn't the crowd, it wasn't you know, anyone's fault, but there was a problem and it was 40 minutes locked on the platform. Yeah, we couldn't get yeah, out, you couldn't get on a train and they, they put the, uh, the barriers up to stop more people getting down to protect us. But for 40 minutes, it couldn't go anywhere. ASD yeah. and you guys or who are in the queue were stuck on Wembley what or was it Olympic Way it's called yeah. um, for so long and it's just it's really frustrating yeah. we never had that because there were third less people and, and there's and multiple, multiple way, drove. multiple ways exactly. to go exactly people there? spread You've we got, drove and we feel yeah. like we've lost control by not driving yeah. now you don't get control over your journey yeah. or where you park or yeah. how you I'm a, like I said I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Wembley I, f- I think I think it's good I was I tried to be positive going into it, but I was a little bit nervous that it wasn't going to be a great season. But I'm I'm enjoying it. I think it's been good. Yeah. And um, what's your prediction for West Brom? You think we'll we'll turn a uh, close one, yeah. uh, maybe one nil or two one. They'll probably get. A, I'd say two one because they'll probably get a goal um, from a set piece. Yeah, but it's a game we need to bounce back and win, especially like with the top teams. 
pulling away from us as yes. well now. We just yeah, got yeah. to, we just got to try and hang on to City for as long as possible. I think I don't know if it's realistic to say we're going to challenge them for the league, but you've just got to try and stick in there because you never know what's going to happen. No, you're and right. this period as well is always a massive period because the games come thick and fast now. As you go into December, it feels like you play twice as many games in that yes. month than you do everywhere else. So you can't afford to have a bad month, so no, hopefully right. we can uh, bounce back. Get, I mean, two wins this week would be fantastic. That would be the Arsenal game would almost be forgotten if we picked two wins up this week. So, fingers crossed for that. Um, any more? Anything else um, you want to? Just I did want to briefly talk. It's been a long time since I've been on, and um, we would have expected for the book that I've been yes. working on to have uh, to have actually been out now. Unfortunately, there's been a delay to the process. Um, it's not in any way of, um, not going to happen. It's definitely going ahead. Um, there's just been uh, a medical issue, and um, and it's had to be put off for now um, which is unfortunate but we'd rather or the, the, the guy who's writing it would rather not rush it and yeah. it not be as good as it should be um, and and frankly it's not the most important thing in the world yeah, it's, yeah. it's important to him yeah. but you know someone's health is, is, is more important yeah. to everything else so uh, as, as much as it's been a massive part of my last year and been one of the most exciting things I've been involved in um, we're just happy to, to hold it off and uh, and, and wait until after the new year. Yeah, super point. exciting for it to come out. We're all looking forward to. It's been dream. amazing. I've, I've seen and held artifacts and shirts of, of players that, that my dad told me about, yeah. and that history books tell tell us are the greatest players to play for our club. Um, so I've, I feel I've been in such a privileged position. Um, I found material, video, you know, footage or online, or photographs, um, press snippets and stuff of things I just didn't know happened. Yeah. Um, a game where we had a, a shirt sponsor for one game uh, in sort of June 1981. Um, we played two games in Turkey and we mm. were sponsored by a Turkish carpet manufacturer nice. who paid for us to go over there. So we, we got the FA Cup with yeah, us. Yeah. You know, we've just won the FA Cup yeah. a few days before and, and we That's ran out amazing. against sort of um, Trabzonspor yeah, yeah. and we've got this, this carpet manufacturer emblazoned across That's our... It's like not allied, allied carpets, but yeah. uh, it's not far <laughs> off it. Um, but yeah, just a, I don't know if you'd see this as I came in, but um, I went to a book launch, yeah. um, a football shirt exhibition and a book launch, and um, a friend advised me, get on the press pack, and you'll get to go in and, and mm. hear a talk by the author yeah, yeah. and a couple of designers as well. So I emailed them, tried to get on, they just wouldn't have it because I was Joe Public, yeah, yeah. and I suddenly remembered Echoes of Glory. So I signed up as um, Echoes of Glory, and uh, the guy said, oh, you were... Uh, a uh, part owner or uh, yeah. I said oh no just a member he said no no so he's put me down as owner so I've turned up on fantastic. the day and I've got my lanyard with my Andrew Rockle owner oh, Echoes of Glory so sorry ASD sorry Jack <laughs> but it was an amazing exhibition That's fantastic. and that was for Neil Hurds and it's called The Football Shirt Book and Superb. I'd recommend that to anyone it's a, a fantastic Superb. Well, we're all looking forward to when the book does come out it'll be fantastic and uh, remember whatever happens the future's bright the future's lily white come on you Spurs Top 
Missy Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Tramatini, Kuduchini, Freddy Canute, Gary Mabbitt in Chilin, Sergi Rebra for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4 3 Stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. Lineker playing fair Aldrich here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliyachenko, number nine Naeem from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris, clean sheet Stephen Dalmatty I'm playing at White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hutton wheel knew his passport said Spain Berbatov, turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley, we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol fumbling the same Clattenburg doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head but we don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziga Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy and to equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel acts Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco These linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the Steagall was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar Davids Redlocks, Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European Glory Knights Terry Dyson go on my son Tim Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare forget Who dare is to do Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. Lily from White Hart Lane, Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. Liam Walker's page three girl, Gus Poirier free kick girl. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in Cochinola undressed Point won't give up the fight 
Apple Fox never quits, you can be sure of it. Robinson's long shot, ABB's deep squat, David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup. Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl, Peter Crouch eight foot tall, Jurgen Klinsmann's dive. Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision, Raman Vega playing Sagan, Sandro's Kung Fu kick. Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White's from White Hart Lane If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson, 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick He showed the world what's best to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane we like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will 